Welcome back to the Sparkle Ridge podcast. This is episode number four for girls who love to win in sparkle. This is Anita Soul. I'm coming to you solo today, and we're just going to chat a little bit about my history in apparel. It's going to be short and sweet, but um, I just kind of want to give my background on where I'm coming from. Everyone knows my why with horses, um, but you know, where's, where, what's my background? What am I doing? What have I been doing? What it was and why was that an option for me as entering into the equine world? I went to UW Stout for apparel design and development. And that was a great, they were hard. <laughs> they gave a lot of homework and I was going to school full time and working full time. But again, that was my choice. Uh, and I, I, I chose to kind of stretch out my bachelor's degree a little bit, but I enjoyed college, learned a ton. It gave me great confidence and foundation. They did a lot of corporate, um, they did a lot of corporate development plans. So they were preparing people for larger businesses, but obviously it's a college and that's what they're, that's what they're planning for. But at the same time, you do learn the fundamentals of, of developing your own line and trying to find that consumer in your, in your why with product. Um, so the foundation was really, really well set there uh, and confident headed, headed out into the apparel world. I, I was fortunate enough to set myself up. A friend of mine and I decided we wanted to do an internship in Italy. I'm the kind of girl, if I, something gets on my mind and I want to do it, I usually kind of work to figure it out and try to make it happen. Um, the alignment with this one, it almost didn't happen, but my parents and my brother jumped in to help out to make sure I could go in the final days. But we went to Italy. I was there for three months, a beautiful, beautiful country. The internship was pretty cool. I got to do hand sketching for a menswear designer. Um, I lived in Florence and it was more of a life learning journey experience for me. It had its ups and downs, but it was very um, life altering, life learning. It was wonderful. I loved it. I'm glad I did it. And then I came home and I had originally planned to go either New York or California. I was really planning on heading out, but I ended up staying home and got a production job I did a lot of waitressing in between. So we're talking retail waitressing, which were huge foundations for me on customer service. Uh, I worked with franchises. We're talking for gym franchises, you know, lifetime, anytime. There's a green mill franchise out here. So I did a lot of franchise in a couple of startup open-ups too. So that, and I found a lot of joy in that because I had this entrepreneurial spirit and I had plans and wants for my own design label. And I, I had multiple businesses along the way as well. So I was always, it was never one thing. I was, if you were ever chatting with me, I had probably way too much going on for what you wanted, but I was always doing that. Was I spread too thin sometimes? Absolutely. But a lot of that was by choice or squeezing, pinching pennies with one job to try to get a, you know, some money together to get a design line ready for a fashion show. Um, even when I was post-college and working at my production companies that were huge, um, huge keystones for me, uh, production and confidence wise there with small business. I was also, you know, bartending and serving. So I was working multiple jobs, but I was spending my money on 
moving forward with my entrepreneurial stuff. And I still, I took vacations and stuff like that, but I still wanted, I knew I wanted my own line. However, that was going to, you know, accumulate itself that I was going to work towards it. But I wanted more than just building my own ready to wear line. I just felt like it was a saturated market that I would want to be a part of, but I needed to do, I wanted something different and something more. So when I stumbled on the niche market, that was a huge advance for me. But before I started my own niche market company, I was on the production and in the production floor, designing, um, cutting, sewing, rhinestoning, doing all that kind of stuff. First, I was at a men's and women's athletic-based company. So athletes, active performance wear, baseball, hockey, you name it, football. I got to work with the pro football players. Green Bay Packers is one of them. You know, the name, the list continues of the doors and possibilities I got to do there with Rydell and um, Gander Mountain and stuff like that. It was a small company, so I got to wear a lot of hats doing that, and I really got to uh, got pushed into it. Um, in a positive way of forcing me to do things that would probably would push me out of my comfort zone, but I, that needed to be done by the company, um, which were great. Um, and I still freelance for that company every once in a while or I have in the past. Uh, then on the flip side and insert some time off in between, who knows, you know, bartending, serving, that kind of stuff. But always kind of when I was looking for the next job locally, it's kind of hard to fill around here sometimes. Um, I did some corporate interviewing, but it just really was not fitting with the realm of possibility. I was actually even flown out to Amber Crown before an interview, Target, and they just didn't align. Let's just say I did not interview well either, um, but it was not lining up. I knew as soon as I, I flew in there that it was not for me. I just needed my own path, which was interesting. Oh, I had multiple other companies too, but so... At this point, <clears throat> I went from the men's athletic side to the cheerleading, dance costumes, uh, figure skating. Um, so we went from pro football to the pro cheerleaders. So it was really cool to be on both aspects. And I'm grateful for both companies and to even say that I got to work on the Patriots and the Miami Dolphins was I'm so grateful for because not a lot of people get to say that or get called in to work on the Green Bay Packer order last minute, which is just, I don't know, it's so much fun for me and it's more of a local thing, but at the same time, like, cool, very cool. Um, and I'm grateful for all of those experiences and the knowledge that they gave me moving forward. Um, as I transitioned from those jobs, um, out of those jobs, I stepped into more of a management position for a while and then stumbled into a niche of the bodybuilding fitness world where I was told of a hole in the niche. I listened to and asked a lot of questions and I just want to see what's going on in this, this, these industries. Um, and they needed, they, there was, there wasn't a lot of suit makers in the Midwest so I was given an opportunity to work with the training team and they started with four, I think, and then it turned to 13 and then it turned to 30. And then my goodness, it's been, you know, 600 suits in a year, customized, beautiful ones. I have an awesome business partner who's been with me along that journey. And, um, 
we're grateful for it. We've had that ups and downs in the fitness industry, but at the same time, it was a niche industry that him and I really, we enjoyed. Um, we actually bought a boutique um, at the same time for a while. It got to be too much and I had some momming to do. So we stepped away from the boutique and we're focused 100% on suits. So that has been where I'm coming from for the last, um, since college was uh, 2005 is when I graduated college and I have been a suit maker for I think almost 10 years now. So I'd have to double check some numbers, but right around there, uh, suit making for 10 years. And it has been my sole income um, since before Rhea and she'll be turning six, so six years. Uh, we didn't pay ourselves right away and that was a financial choice. And then we had a boutique that was deciding to pay itself before we got paid, <laughs> hence why it got closed. But everything's a learning lesson and everything's a tool and everything's a, it, sometimes it doesn't need, to, you don't need to know why, but you just need to know what did you get out of it and what did you decide that you didn't like and what do you do like and how do you move forward from it? So I've had a lot of business experience out there on, on the small business level, but also the franchise level and different types of experiences that have really given me the confidence to move forward with a different plan for a business. It's more of putting me out there. The other company is more of my business partner. Um, and that was my choice because I had babies to work with and I couldn't bring them to fittings anymore. And I was momming full time. So I just kind of, um, and he's just this wonderful, amazing bikini guy and the ladies love him. But we're both business partners on that and we show up together and we work together and everything. So with this company, I wanted to make sure that we were looking towards that empowerment of the, the woman and the nitty gritty of, of us equiners and the hard work we put into everything in the awesomeness of the industry and my passion towards it. And I wanted my family because my girls, although they can compete as fitness competitors later on in life, if they so choose to, um, it's not the same as, and they do, they come out to the gym and stuff with us and they enjoy the, the fun child aspect of that. But um, it's the horse's connection and the family connection that I really, really wanted to have that lifestyle for myself again and, but I wanted my children to grow up with that. And I am a passion person and I'm a person who wants my passions to help pay for themselves and, and pay for my family's dreams. And it just seemed like in a wonderful alignment with everything that I, I really, it just felt right. It felt really right. And for how many times I had thought about it and not thought about it, and even with the sublimation print that we're doing, there were times in college that I, I could probably find the old design in college that I intended to subprint, but I ran out of time on my final jacket design, which I should probably design and make now just to get it done, <laughs> turn it in. But when the subprint kind of hit us on the drive home from Pennsylvania, it, it connected right from college. And I'm just like, why? Why is it taken so long? Why didn't I think of this? Why didn't I think of this? And a lot of the things that we're working on is like, it just seems so in alignment with where we want to go and what we want to do. So we're having fun with it. I have taken a lot of the different odd jobs and the list is long. Um, 
and I'm trying to take all of them and put them in a direction to help with the lifestyle I want and the company I want to build. I want to build a brand that has camaraderie, that has that empowered performance person that has drive and who's going to innovate, create, and inspire. Because the more you see, the more you can relate to that. The more I see others doing, I know I can. If you can, I can. And it's it's easier to dream when you've got something beautiful to dream about. And maybe seeing someone else and maybe that relatable. I've had many women contact me to chat about the company or something that they may like on the, on the website. And we end up chatting about what, 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 what brought you here, your why and what's going on. And I met, I have been meeting a lot of women that had left horses like I did for uh, college or kids or insert whatever life experience. And then they come back and it, and it kind of called them back the way it called me. And it's funny. And you can just see it in that, in her eyes when she's telling you the story like she cares and I care and there's awesomeness about that and horse people get that and it's an awesome awesome niche and I'm so excited to to slowly become a part of it the bodybuilding fitness world niche is an amazing niche and it has brought me my husband it has given me many, many friendships. It has given me trophies. It has given me business. It has given me beautiful rhinestones. And I want, I want to continue forward to grow, you know, different aspects of our world in passions of mine and, uh, and have some fun along the way. And I want to meet awesome women along the way, awesome performers along the way that like to win in sparkle. You can win a show with not a drop of rhinestone on you, but us as performers, sometimes we break down and wouldn't mind a little jazz up. Or what if it was more affordable and you could get, you know, three pieces uh, to wear all summer instead of one look or a full look for $9.99 or something affordable and amazing and unique and modern and something you can have fun with. There's an aspect of of fun that is brought to all competitions because if it wasn't fun, we wouldn't be doing it. And it might be stressful at times, but at the end of the day, even when we want to win, we want to have fun. Others, we're not going to show up tomorrow, you know, and we're going to fight on the hard days because we know it was fun and we're going to continue forth. And that's the, that's the thing I put towards the company with, Hey baby, that's what I welcome Maya, my youngest. Can you wait one baby? One second, honey. And that's, that's the drive that we put with Sparkle Ridge. And we know that this is something that is important to us as a family, but I want to touch other people's lives and I want to bring a product that everyone's really happy about. Okay. Yeah. Can you grab it? And we're going to be here and we're going to meet some amazing women along the way. And those are the things that I want to offer as an extra, as a why not. We're offering video, a blog, Instagram, Facebook, and a lot of these social medias open up different doorways to be able to really get to know the behind the scenes of a company and the people behind it. And for me, is as much as, as we're talking a lot about Riley and I right now, we're just getting the foundation of the company out. In the long run, I want 
everyone to know about everyone else because if you see her pull up in her pickup truck and she's unloading her horses and she has been busting her butt but at the same time like you know you can help one another and she's inspired one another and she's showing up that day because she heard someone else was able to do it on this podcast that's what we're trying to do is to inspire you to inspire yourself to inspire others and make sure you're having fun along the way because that's what we're that's what we're striving towards and i could ramble on all day but miss maya maya needs me because i mom boss right baby and i thank you for joining with on the sparkle ridge podcast for for women and gals who love to win in sparkle we'll be tuning in more with guests uh check out the blog Check out our YouTube page. Check out our story about Nash. We'll learn about him soon. And and enjoy the journey. We have a contest where you can uh, leave a comment or leave anything, and we will chat with you, and we, we can wrap something around your story or questions you may have or inspiration you might have as well. So thank you again. Bye-bye.